0: My wrists feel heavy, as if they are being held on to by invisible shackles, shackles no one else can see, sense, no understand. Truth be told, I don't understand them either, but they're there, I feel them, I feel them dragging me down, holding me down, even on beautiful sunny days, I feel them, heavy. I'm not sure which wrist feels what exactly, but I know one feels heavy with sadness and the other? Well, the other one baffles me even more, for it feels heavy with emptiness. If I can be honest with you, I just want to take a blade, put it to my wrist, and cut cut those invisible shackles away, and maybe then I won't feel so low. Truth be told. Truth be told. Truth be told. Oh. I'm just done. I miss you. Truth be told. I need you. A face. A face. You're the best thing that's happened to me. I can't live without you. Truth be told. Why you gotta act like that? You're so selfish. Truth be told. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Luis, aka Truth.com, aka listen to my shit. And welcome to episode two Depression. Cut it out. I hope you guys enjoyed the poem at the beginning. There'll be another one at the end. Uh, This is something that I've been wanting to do, incorporating my poetry into the podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Now let's get a couple things out of the way. One, I am by no means a professional. So take everything that I say with a grain of salt. Two, I will be talking about my experience with depression and suicide, or more importantly, suicidal thoughts. So please, 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 please don't take anything personally if it doesn't coincide with how you're dealing with depression or any suicidal thoughts. Again, this is just my truth. So this is a hard subject for me to talk about, but not because I can't be open about it. At this point, I want to be, but because I just don't understand it. I think the more you listen to this episode, you're going to realize how much I don't understand depression, and I think a lot of us don't. And a clear example of that was when I was talking to a friend about this episode, I was telling them, you know, i make this next episode about depression and suicidal thoughts and all that good stuff. And the more I kept telling them, <laughs> not good stuff, you know what I mean, um, the more that I was telling them about it, you know, the more they were just sitting there looking at me dumbfounded, like they completely didn't understand what I was saying. And I went as far as to ask them, have you never been depressed? No. Those are answers, just no. It's like, damn, you never wanted to, you know, kill yourself? Again, a resounding no. Um, they went as far as to say, you know, I have a lot to live for. Like, <laughs> why would I want to kill myself? Or life's not that bad. And I totally get it. I'm a little envious of that, to be honest with you, because I agree but when you're dealing with depression, none of that matters. It's it's like all the good in your life doesn't exist. It doesn't even matter. Depression just comes in and goes, yeah, fuck all that. You want to kill yourself. Wait, what? I do? What? Why? Uh, I don't know. You just do. But, but why? Because I said so. And that's how I feel like with depression. You know, there'll be days where everything is going fine everything is great you know um, I'll be working I'll be making money I'm having a good day financially I spoke to mommas in the morning before she went to school Um, had a conversation with my mom sisters doing alright, nieces are doing okay brothers okay You know, anything that matters to me is fine and next thing you know I just get this feeling of emptiness, and, and you know, I'm making money, but it's not enough money. But not in the sense, of like, I need to make more, but it's just like, what's the point of making this money? Um, I don't want to go watch a movie, I don't want to watch TV, I don't want to hear music, I don't want anything that has to do with existence. <laughs> and the crazy thing is that I don't want to do anything. And I think this is another thing that people don't understand, because when you do talk to somebody, when you do open up, and you tell somebody, hey, you know, I'm dealing with depression, they'll try to help, and I appreciate the help from anybody, they'll be like, hey, we'll go do something fun, you know, go to the movies, go <laughs> a baseball game, or just do something fun, and dealing with depression you're kind of saying they're going like i thought about this already it doesn't help um so i get it i get that people try to help and i will discuss you know people trying to help and not understanding a little bit later but that that's the thing with me that i just don't understand depression so it's hard for me to talk about it on this podcast because i just genuinely do not understand it been going on for long enough that I can see when a bout of depression is coming up, but I just, I can't do anything about it, and that's so frustrating and infuriating that you're just like, fuck you, I'm not depressed, (laughs) oh shit, I am, (laughs) alright, fuck, and I don't want to, how can I put this? I think there's a big difference between being sad to being depressed. You know, breakups. You lose a job. You lose a family member. Any of those things, you know, I've dealt with those things and you feel sad and you cry and you, you know, you miss the person or you don't know what life is going to throw your way next. And I think we've all dealt with that. But that is really, really, really different than depression. Like, it's not even in the same, you know, category. It's not even the same... It's just not the same in any way, shape, or form. And I think that's where a lot of people confuse it because, you know, when you're missing somebody, you go and talk to somebody new. Or you, you know... You have a few drinks or... You do something to stop thinking about the person that you're missing. Um, If you lose a job, you go and find a better job. You know, stuff like that. Usually you you can do something to counteract whatever has you sad. In my experience, it's almost impossible to counteract being depressed. Uh, I haven't tried taking any depression medicine. I haven't talked to a psychiatrist... Which might help. But I have a hard time talking to people about it. Mostly because it kind of... It's, it's frustrating, you know? Because they, they try to be helpful. They try to give suggestions. But if they don't understand it, then it just... They're not giving you the right information. And, and that's another thing too. Um, try talking to a professional. If... You... If you feel better talking to your friends, that's awesome. But I feel like that should be more just an outlet just to put it out there, but not to actually try to get help. Um, especially if your friend's going through depression, you guys are just going to kind sit there and share notes and compare experiences and get nowhere. <laughs> Which, hey, that might help you, but that's not getting the help you need. And talking about getting the help you need, telling somebody that they should call the 1-800 number thanks logic it's not a bad thing in, in the least but instead of posting the phone number instead of talking about depression personally I feel like you should look out for your friends don't tell somebody hey call this number It's you call them, ask them how they're doing just show that you're there for them just care for them To me, that goes a lot further than somebody telling me to call a 1-800 number and get help. And support is a really, really, really big thing. And I'll tell you why. Because... And I don't want to put anybody on blast or put anybody... You know, make anybody seem like a fucked up person because that's not how I take it. But in my family my depression has almost became a joke and I I want to say that it's mostly because if if you acknowledge it if you don't make it a joke then it becomes real and a lot of people don't know how to handle depression if it if it's real like if you see me sitting there on the kitchen floor with a knife to my wrist which I might or might not have done which I might or might not have been drunk if you would have seen that it becomes real then you, you have to live with this fear that holy shit he's gonna kill himself. And nobody wants to live with that fear knowing that somebody you love is gonna kill themselves. But in my family, in so many words, it's become a joke in the sense that it's like, Oh, if somebody's gonna kill himself, it's gonna be it's gonna be Luis. Oh yeah, I think he's gonna kill himself. You know, and um they say it in a joking manner, or, you know, they say it in passing, like, I haven't actually thought about killing myself, and again, I understand it, it's easier to make a joke out of it than to make it real, Hmm. but, truth be told, that shit, that shit kills me inside a little, to be honest, you know, maybe I do not want to talk to my family about it, but I don't want it to be a joke. I don't want it to be seen as like, yeah, he's depressed, he's going to kill himself. Like, shit, <laughs> respect it a little more. But again, I'm not putting my family down. It's they don't understand it. They don't understand depression. To them, they might just think I'm being overdramatic because I've thought about it, you know? Like, shit, they don't think about depression. They don't think about killing themselves. And so, see, I told you, I'm, I'm all over the place with this. And I knew this was going to happen, so I hope you're... Um, sticking along with me but another thing that comes to mind too is when you're trying to help somebody for the love of God please and I beg you don't tell them to think about other people and what I mean by that is with me like I said you guys all know mamas my my baby my reason for living And I say that because in my darkest moments, she's who I think about. And even though it doesn't end about of depression, you know, she has always been that sliver of hope. But I've had people that I have opened up to or, you know, have mentioned my depression to or my suicidal thoughts. And the first thing they've said is. Well, what about mamas? You don't want to hurt her, do you? Oh my fucking God, that is like the last thing on earth that I want to hear. Is I'm sitting here telling you that I'm genuinely thinking about killing myself. Or that I don't want to be in this world anymore. That I don't want to be alive. And now you're essentially guilt tripping me. At least that's how I'm taking it. Like, oh, not only, you know, are you do I feel like I don't want to be alive but oh I want to abandon my child I don't care about her feelings oh I don't care if she goes up without a dad oh I just want to leave her who cares if she cries no I wasn't even thinking about that not that I was being selfish but I was just kind of dealing with my own shit thanks for now making me feel like an even bigger piece of shit because I'm not thinking about them or you know those people will be like think about your mom think about your brother your sister you know and you that that is the last thing that anybody wants to hear don't don't put that on me don't i'm like I just can't put it into words it's, it's I'm sad I'm depressed I'm lonely I feel alone And not only all that, now I have to sit here and be like, oh, let me worry about keeping so-and-so happy. Let me worry that I don't hurt anybody else. And again, I don't intentionally want to hurt anybody else, but that is the last thing on my mind. I just don't want to feel so empty inside. Please, please, please don't tell people to think about so-and-so. Or, you know, not to commit suicide because of somebody else. Now, I get it. You're just trying to be helpful. Nobody wants anybody to commit suicide. Nobody wants anybody to live in depression. But there's other ways of going about it. You know, um, and again, I'm not putting anybody down for this one. I totally understand that people don't understand depression the best way that i can put it is being in a sunny day most people when they're out and about on a beautiful sunny day it's just that a beautiful sunny day for people with depression it's just an annoying face full of sun and they can't understand that because they're enjoying a beautiful sunny day And it's like telling somebody, shade your eyes from the sun so it doesn't affect my sight. Wait, what? See how that made no sense? Because that's exactly what I mean. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. So, yeah. Again, I'm all over the place. It's just a lot, you know. A lot of people that know me, this should... Come to as a surprise that I've been dealing with depression. To a lot of people, it won't. To some, it'll just sound like a cry for attention, and that's one of those things that gets to me the most. When you think it's a cry for attention, because there there are cries for attention. You know, um, let's say if I do. Let's say try to slim, slit my wrist. If you want to kill yourself, damn near chop off your hand and just let yourself bleed out. When you do that, is a lot of times it is a cry for attention. Maybe for yourself. Maybe you just want to feel the pain or make it real. Like, holy shit, like I almost did it. But talking about your depression, I feel it's not a cry for attention. You know, it's it's a cry for help. A cry for help that's what it is not a cry for attention it's a cry for help and you should never disregard that I know that in today's culture it's become kind of popular to be depressed Uh, well not necessarily popular to be depressed but like in hip-hop a lot of artists have started talking about you know their mental health or depression and a lot of people will take that and run with it because it's the new it thing and as much as I don't like it being the new it thing I do like that it's opening up the conversation to depression so yeah there will be times where people will use it for attention but even if they do, even if you genuinely don't believe they're depressed don't treat them like they're not humor them Because you never know, they might actually be depressed, and this is the time they're looking for attention. That's why I said, you know, don't ever disregard a cry for help, cry for attention. Or if it seems like a cry for attention, it might genuinely be a cry for help. Now, I did want to discuss something that I feel conflicted about. So, like I stated, most of my my depression doesn't come from you know, my financial situations or stuff like that. I mean, even at my brokest, when I didn't have two pennies to rub together, I wasn't depressed. I might have been stressing, but I wasn't depressed. But in my personal experience, I've actually dealt with people that have been in financial situations that they, that that actually caused their depression or at least made it worse. Like, Maybe they had kids to take care of or, you know, bills were coming up. And when life becomes too much to handle, then that's when people start thinking about suicide. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but, you know, during the Christmas time, that's when suicide rates skyrocket. Um, A lot of people go into, you know, financial trouble because of all the spending and they don't see a way out. And this is where it gets super tricky, because I've dealt with people that have needed money. And I know for a fact that if they had had the money, they wouldn't be as stressed out. If they wouldn't be as stressed out, they wouldn't be thinking of, hey, let me just end it all. And it's not necessarily just some money. It's the feeling of feeling like a failure, or not being able to provide for somebody, or not being able to offer, you know, let's say if you have kids, not being able to offer them what they want, like if you can't buy them a damn Christmas gift, or buy them the clothes they need, you feel like, you know, you feel like a sorry excuse for a parent, you know, you, you just feel really low. And this is where another, another of those things where it's like, shit, I, I would love to help. Here, take all my money. You know, don't feel solo. Cause money will fix some things, like genuinely fix some things. But it's, I bring this up because it's hard to tell. <laughs> like, like, do I give you my money and then you're living life happy go lucky? But then, what what happens when you don't have money again? Like I can't keep sitting here giving you the money, all the money. Or what if that wasn't actually why you felt this way? You know, um, it's super complicated. Um, and I hate to talk about depression and money in the same, you know, podcast. But it's it's in my experience, it's genuinely a reason why people get depressed, or why they think about suicide, I guess this is more about suicide than the depressed, you know, it's a, if you feel like the world is imploding, collapsing around you, because you can't pay your car, no, you can't buy food, you can't, you know, pay rent, or you can't buy your kids what they need, or you're going hungry most nights. I guess suicide does seem like fuck it the best way to go and the way I've always seen it is as much as I don't like to give my shit away and I'm not saying this so you guys give your shit away but I've read articles and you know I've seen stories of like a family member that passed away because they couldn't afford their heating So they left the stove on all night. The flame went out and they died of, I think it's carbon monoxide poisoning, if I'm not mistaken. Or, you know, somebody started an actual fire in a barbecue in their house to stay warm, burned up the place. Or there's been cases of, you know, a father thinking he couldn't. Provide for his family, so in his twisted head, and I don't want to say twisted, but you know, his depressed mind thought it's just better if we all like they're all dead. And he went on a killing spree and killed himself, left a suicide note saying why he did it. You know, he just didn't want his family to struggle anymore. And then once it's all said and done, people come out the woodwork going, Oh, if I knew she couldn't pay her heating bill, I would have gave her $20 for it, which sometimes that's all it takes. Well, if I knew this person was going to sleep every night, I'd invite him over and feed him. You know, once it's all said and done, once the person is gone, and you see that this life was lost, you a couple hundred dollars, or a meal a night, or something doesn't seem like too much. It seems like it's something you could have given. And again, this is very taboo for me to talk about because I'm not saying here give your money away or give your time away or whatever, but a lot of times that that's all it takes to save somebody. And a lot of times we just have to listen. And I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to depression and suicide or suicidal thoughts, it's just listening. Pay attention to people. You know, if... They might just need the help once. And it's not about giving them money. You know, it's not about just, hey, here, take the money. Maybe, if possible, help. Help them get a better job. Help them, teach them how to make more money. Just be there for them. Hey, your house is too cold at night during the winter. Come to my house every night. Here, I got some extra blankets. You know, figure out a way of helping people. So anyways, I kind of went into something I didn't really want to get into. I really didn't want to get into the whole financials and helping people and stuff like that. I really wanted to keep it more about myself. But, I mean, even truth be told, in my in my case, there's been plenty of times where a helping hand would have been a big difference. Um, I'm currently going through some stuff right now as we speak where I got to give a huge, 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 I mean... I owe this guy everything, shout out to my boy Chris, Um, he should be working with me on a new podcast, so you'll definitely be hearing from him, Um, I'm going through some stuff right now that if I didn't have this kid around right now, I honestly don't know what I would have done, big, huge helping hand, and while I'm not going through any episodes right now of depression, honestly if I didn't have this kid around to help me right now, I might've, um, I feel like he's the last string holding me up right now. Uh, there's a lot of other people around me that could have helped. that didn't, that genuinely, you know, affected me. I, I feel really bummed out about it. Thinking how, how, you know, thinking about what I'm dealing with right now, which I'll explain all the sudden you guys will hear about it. It's, you're going to go like, damn dude, you're, you're going through this shit right now. Huh, go figure. Um, and there's people that know this, knowingly know this, that have been turning their back on me, and it's it's pretty shitty, but it is what it is, so anyways, uh, maybe I can make another uh, episode regarding depression and suicide, suicidal thoughts uh, later on, um, when I begin to understand it a little more, if there's anything you guys want to know, but this is essentially it. I'm dealing with depression on and off whenever I have bouts. I've thought about suicide. I'm in a good place right now. I don't know why, but I'm glad I am. Now, if any of you ever want to share your story with me, you know, on the podcast, please, please, please feel free free to um, message me on Instagram or on Twitter. Please make sure to go follow on Instagram and on Twitter. I'll put links in the description to this podcast. Um, If you guys have any questions whatsoever regarding this, please go ahead. If you have any comments, concerns, if you just thought the show was shitty, um, you don't understand why I'm doing this, hey, let me know too. Just any interaction with you guys would be dope. So, we'll leave it at this. This has been Truth Be Told. Please stick around for the poem, What? Rescue Me. That's what I named it, Rescue Me. Take care, stay blessed. Please come and rescue me, for I'm drowning in the ocean of my own sorrow, and I don't know if I'll live to see another day. This tomorrow promised to me, I don't know, it's hard to say, still I stay facing the light, so my shadows fall away, but my soul is full of holes of disbelief, so the light no longer shines within me, but through me, leaving me standing here in the darkness. On the edge of life with no hardness. One foot off the ledge and not enough strength in the other to bother to regain my balance. Might as well take the leap and let my soul rest six feet beneath the earth where every breath no longer hurts. Well, there's no tears to go unseen, but I'm scared. So I'm hoping and I'm praying that you're there to hear my plead so you can please come and rescue me. And if I'm not yet worthy, show me how to patch the holes upon my soul so the light no longer shines through me but within me. And I can learn to follow you through the light. So you can teach me how to live life righteously and live right. And never again have to wonder if I'll live to see tomorrow or fill the depths of an ocean full of sorrow.